podcast. Now, I know we're not live. I know there will be no magical Harry Potter discussion. And I know we didn't have a live draw show for the French Open, but the French was showing their ass and we decided in protest, <laughs> you not being all right, we ain't giving you, we're we not giving you the shine by giving you a whole draw show because you know what? We want this whole draw thrown out and burn, like, like burn the French down. It's time for the French Open to be in Cincinnati. I'm just saying, I'm here for that. Uh, I'm going to send out a petition next week yeah, and a GoFundMe because, you know, that's how we scamming these days in a panini. But before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travel and you are not home and we no, love that for you. No, I'm not home. <laughs> and I, I'm frankly resentful of the French that I even have to stop my little mini vacation to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how the French do it, right? I mean, like, this is I so mean, French. The French is really working overtime, even though nobody cares because it's not even on ESPN. Let me just say that. I know, right? Like, oh man, who should like, take it there? Have a slab, and I have to stream it. I know my ceiling a slab. You understand? And say like, I just tell you about the ratings. Listen to me. I could watch every doubles match, every mix, every boy girls the match on my TV. I don't have to fire up my computer unless I want to be inquisitive and look through all the tweets instead of on my phone. Now, the French Open decided they're going to do it, and I have to do give Sinclair my money and watch Tennis Channel Plus now. We ain't doing that. Nope, nope. I'm going to stream the French in protest. Okay? <laughs> I, I can't watch it. I just can't watch it. And, and I know my face won't be winning it, so don't care. Hmm. But let me move on. So you're having a good time until you I know, am. I'm having a great time. Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. wandering the streets and eating. That's the best thing to do in Mexico City. You know, <laughs> nice. I have not eaten since it's panini. I haven't eaten in the streets. I cannot eat because I'm wearing a mask and I'm just like I'm losing weight this way. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I pass all these oh, delicious food and cake. I'm like <laughs> I can't. Eat. Panini, uh, yes, a panini weight loss. <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you know that New York City is back because people are back eating on the train, eating full meals. So. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Listen, that was gross before. We're mm. good. We're good. Okay, New York City is back. Okay. And we have Janina from far in Ohio. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Sitting outside, enjoying the nice holiday weather. Oh, yeah, it is Memorial Day. It's 50 degrees. So it's cold. <laughs> Not 50 degrees here. I am literally wearing a hoodie. Okay. No. I'm wearing a hoodie. And it's I'm it's gonna be sunshine. June tomorrow morning. It's gonna be June tomorrow. And I'm wearing a hoodie. So. I'm in the sunshine pretending like I'm in Mexico with Andrine. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get you, you know, like See if your passport, see if your foreign Ohio passport can get you out of that state, girl. Like we're going exactly. to <laughs> And of course, you have, you know, Reels here, the homosexual of the podcast. So, ladies, we can't even get into the discussion of how magnificent and wonderful Roger Federer was today. Look, I heard. I, I mean, heard. Federer was crisp and clean. I mean, none of that sloppy mess he did in Geneva and Geneva, as he would say, or uh, when he wherever the hell he was before that. Was he, did he play Madrid? No, I don't think he'd be trying to go mm-hmm. high altitude. Wherever he was, did he play Rome? No. <laughs> what kind of clay preparation Federer did? Like he did the backyard classic. Yep. I mean, we no, can't even get can. into the. We can't even get into the fact that 
no, they finally won a backyard classic at Belgrave. Like they finally <laughs> aligned the draw and fixed it up. No surprise, no one trying to feel themselves today. He finally won Belgrave, and there was no press there to to celebrate. I mean, it. really, who cares? I mean, I'm gonna, I too can put on a tournament that I win. Let's move. <laughs> I mean, can we do that? Because I know, we're gonna, I know there will be drinks available, and I'm just Janina and I here for the drink. We will yeah, be there I, cheering I, you on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Nole though. I appreciate that. I I saw a very long, long statement come across my timeline about tournaments put put on by people who are still active players, and I simply enjoyed seeing Nole be in the center of something that he's accused his rival of for years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his oh, okay, focus. That's not why we're here. <laughs> exactly. We can't get into any of this, you know what I mean? But we have we gotta come oh, out here and defend defend. Yeah, and I mean like and you know, a side note, no disrespect, but I just gonna random thought. I can't tell the difference between Iga Schwantek and Caroline Garcia. Am I making this up? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Well, one of them want to slam. Stop yourself. Uh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Do they carry it around on their head? Like, you know, like, oh my god, you're horrible. are you're you looking at my title? Are you looking? <laughs> okay, okay, we're not here for shenanigans. I mean, look, I don't know what's going on. France is currently under lockdown, okay? 9 p.m. right now, you can, your ass cannot be out in France, it's 12 30 midnight. You can't be out in the street. And Paris has the time and the audacity to still drag a black woman down. I mean, I'm just like, the fuck? Somebody Tell us what trying happened. To, Take someone's trying to bring deal. some shine to an event, and every year, you keep showing yourself. So, my girl, Naomi Osaka, decided, you know what? Yeah, I've been out in these streets talking about she don't win no clay coat title. She ain't winning no clay coat matches. You know what I mean? She showed up at all the events. She showed up in Madrid. She showed up in Rome. And did you show up in Stuttgart? I don't know if she did, but Angie did, and Angie didn't win that. So, you know, <laughs> the odds are real. So, and, you they know, did, she they put need out to a just find a new Sharapova for Stuttgart. Stuttgart, until they can find a new Sharapova where, where it's great. I mean, but, that went downhill, right? I mean, see, God don't like ugly. Ever since mm. they decided to give Sharapova a drug pass. <laughs> that tournament just went downhill. Who's showing up for that? Karma. Who's showing up to play dirt in the inside, in a sandbox on the inside? That ain't cute, boo. Take that shit outside. Anyway, so my girl, Naomi Osaka, decided, you know, I'm going to put out a little statement and let you all know, you know, y'all ain't finna to talk to me any old how in no press room. Y'all ain't going to be sitting down here trying to tell me, girl, you know, like your serve is off, whatever the case may be. It ain't that serious. And I mean, you know what? She can come for me too because, you know, I keep saying, you know, like, Win for set, you're not teaching a girl how to come to net, and that's gonna be key for something like clay code. But whatever, she put out a statement saying, "Oh, for my health and safety, you know what? I'm not showing up. I, I don't want to do press. I'm gonna keep my mental health first. You know, I mean, wow, I'm gonna put myself before tennis journalists. And you know how I feel about tennis journalists. It's not a thing. Tennis journalism does not exist. Okay." Maybe well, in the let's past, be clear. But it's let, a let's, let, so, let's be clear. She mm -hmm. did say from the get go because mm -hmm. I keep hearing she, if she just would have said that. No, no, she no, did no, say that, she was doing. Howard Bouchard said that shit. No, and everyone. Wait, 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 wait. Let's mm -hmm. not go down the road of 
let's say what she clearly said. Mm -hmm. Janina, say what she clearly said. She said, I will not be doing any press conferences in Roland Garros in order to focus on her own mental well-being. Period. That's and it all. Was only for she this said it. tournament. She didn't make a claim to right. any other tournament. <laughs> exactly. She said it was just this tournament alone. It was not a blanket statement about press conferences permanently. It was press conferences at this singular event, right? And let's mm -hmm. be very clear that press conferences is a very specific thing, okay? Press conference isn't talking to um what's that little tiny dude name? Gives Federer Ips. He has two two his forehand and backhand is the same thing. Um, he just played tennis. Yes, I know. We you know. know what I'm talking it's about not, the French. It's not, the, it's not when they. It's not when they talk to you of on the post, the post and pre. Post match was, and pre match. It didn't mean that whatever. she wasn't going to talk to press. Period. Yes, it just meant she that just she was said, not showing up for the press conference. You could, because I've heard questions about this. A Japanese journalist could, of course, request that she come on a TV show, or request <laughs> her in any other capacity. I'm assuming. But she just says, I'm not doing press conferences, which is a different animal. It's very specific. Right. And we know the press conferences generally happen before the tournament, where it's like a cattle call, basically, all right after a match, you know, and, you know, you sit in front of this thing. She said, no bueno, I'm going to be cute. And apparently, I don't know who she thought she was, because I thought she was fine. She gave an excuse. She gave an ex she gave it beforehand. She didn't show up the day off and say, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not talking to you all. She gave them full five days notice. They knew this and shit going in. Admitted that she was going to accept the fine. And she said, "You know, I'm willing to accept the fine, and I know that I am in a privileged position to do this. I am willing to accept the fine." And moving so, what's on. wrong with that? Like, let's just stop there. Mm -hmm. What do, What do you both think about that statement? Let's not deal with the reaction thus far, but let's just talk. So. About when I initially read that statement, um, I thought, you know what? Good for you for A, speaking out, and B, financially being in a position where you can afford to do that because everybody can't. I mean, we know that if you don't go to you get fine. That's standard. It's not a secret rule. Um, it happens in every sport. So I was like, good good for you you don't want to put yourself up against that you don't have to and you have done well enough for yourself that you can afford to not do it and i loved that she said hopefully all this money that you're gonna find me will go towards mental health some type of mental health research or you know how um however she she's uh mental health charity is what she specifically said she said, I hope the considerable amount that I get fined for this will go towards a mental health charity. Well, and also the other thing about that is that any kind of money that they make from fines actually goes back into player development. So it's actually a good thing that they were getting a stack of cash. It would actually go towards a good a good result in some ways, if you wanted to think about it that way. Mm -hmm. Well, seeing that I am a bitch on a budget and I have mm -hmm. no budget, I was mad that she had to pay any coins to begin with because I'm like, she gave you all an excuse, okay? Yeah. I was like, girl, get a doctor's note. Because it wasn't like, let's say, the queen, Venus, was just like, oops, sorry, I ain't showing up to y'all shit today. Nope, y'all ain't seen to drag me because I got knocked out in the first round again. Nah, not on my watch. That wasn't the thing, right? She gave you an excuse. She didn't just say, the statement was just like, you know what? Y'all feeling to drag me. 
I ain't talking to y'all. She said, my, my, my mental health, my mental well-being is very important to me. And therefore, I'm going to choose put me first because this is what I need. And I think I'm giving you due notice that I would not be showing up for this other thing. Now, granted, this is Naomi Osaka. I mean, as the as these journalists, quote unquote, be saying, she's not that good and clear. And I'm just like, ain't nothing I really need to be talking to this girl and asking this girl anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nothing she could be saying is really that serious. Or nothing any tennis player can say. If a tennis player chooses not to go to a press, a press conference, it's really not that serious, really, in my opinion. So then and, let's she, ask. And, she, and then she give you notice. So to me, I was mad that she had to pay a fine. I thought the French Open was going to be like, okay, girl, I hear you. Bad, sorry. You know what I mean? Because guess what? Typically, they expected her to lose in the first or second round. So she was going to well, disappear. Regardless of that, though, I don't even I, know. Why would you be mad that she had to pay a fine? She took the responsibility for no, knowing I, that missing I understand that she took the responsibility right. for that. But for me, it was just that she gave you notice. This wasn't like what you could have interpreted as a flagrant, like you're mad about something, right? Like she wasn't mad about anything. She did this before the tournament even started. Like players who refuse to go to press conferences, typically after a bad match or loss of a match, don't show up to press conference, right? That's typically the scenario that we've, we've come to expect, right? And then they're being accused of being rude and not taking the responsibility um, seriously. So to me, she gave you notice before the tournament even, before the draw even came out. She said, I'm not, I don't want to do this. And she had a legitimate reason for doing this. So let's just, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what do you, why the reaction that you think, why the different reactions, why the sort of defensive reaction from the press and then also the reaction to her note? Like, what do you think they were interpreting that about beyond what we've just said? Like we as fans heard her said, more power to you. You are in a meritorious position in the sense that you have enough money, because that's what tennis loves to say, that it rewards merit. So she made enough money that she could actually make this choice. No one really cares about what other players' choices are. And I know that they like to float it out there. Oh, what about the poor old... Nobody cares about the poor old tennis player. They really because don't. Because y'all had an opportunity to do that very thing with During the pandemic. And you didn't do and, shit. Exactly. So we know Only that Wimbledon that's just, stepped up to the plate. Yeah, that's just a thing people say. So she obviously had worked herself to the point where this is the point of being a top player, right? You have ultimate flexibility um, is you can do what you need to do. But why do you think there was such a bad backlash? What do you think it was about for the, for the tournament? What did they read in her statement and interpret differently than we did? I don't know that they interpreted anything differently. I think there's just this um, over um, overarching expectation i'm the boss you're the you're not the boss you do what we say we have put these rules in place how dare you challenge it you know because that's really what this is at this point it was a power struggle so she's telling you i'm not going to do this the tournament's like how dare you and i i would be interested if it comes out or we find out if um if there was any, I'm sure there was some, but behind the scenes conversation about how they should handle it. And if it was suggested that they say, you know, okay, let her, just let her go. But if journalists or big network TV or 
publications said, no, 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 you can't do this. We need access to her. And if that is something that maybe forced them to be a little more aggressive in their response. Um, I think that journalists feel sometimes that it is their right to speak to an athlete. And I guess, you know, when you're thinking of it, I, if, you, if you don't ever get to speak to them in, in certain ways, you lose, you lose a way that you're used to covering the sport and the people that play the sport. I get that. But if someone is crying out that they're struggling and that this is going to help them, um, you would hope that the initial response from everyone would be compassion and empathy. Oh but, no! But I because really I think, think it was about. I, I I think you're giving. I think them it's about, about power. No, I, I do. No, I'm not they're, giving they're... anything. I'm saying this is what I would hope. This is what I would hope. This is, I, clearly, she's saying something is not right. But there's there's too much of a power structure. They I, don't no one challenged. There's a very because if it wasn't the case. If that weren't the case, then they wouldn't have had this backdoor scrambling and had all the grand slams come together and say, you better do this or we're not going to. Okay. So Janina, you think that they were interpreting it as a power struggle. Reels, what do yeah. you think was going on? Well, there is a, I don't know if it's a theory, uh, but, you know, but I think the, 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 for lack of a better word, I don't want to be disparaging to these people in the press call or whatever. They took this up. They felt that somehow they wanted to, as always, these people wanted to. What's the word I want to use here? They wanted their moment because for the, the press. Yeah, they wanted their moment with her, right? With her, no, with not just her. with her specifically. With her they wanted their voice. moment. This was a moment for them to shine and be yep. the subject of the conversation here, right? Because. This is a woman that they know for a very long time, right? They know that she wasn't being malicious. They know this. Like, it uh, wasn't that well, she... Well, why would you assume that, though? No, because, I, I mean, like, in, in the sense that... Because aren't they the one going on all the time to know Miss Hockey is so nice, and she was a victim of Serena, shenanigans, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, whatever? I mean, it's the same people. But yeah, I thought same that... People. Yeah. I thought that, you know, that for me... You know, it goes back to part of my theory that, you know, says, you know, they're going to find out that Naomi is a black woman and not that she's some diminutive Asian woman that they try as like a child, like she's growing. And Naomi Osaka, I think the press had to, I think there's two things. Part of what Janine is saying, and also Naomi Osaka is showing, they interpreted it as a power move for sure. But I think the press then felt like this was our moment to get out from behind this thing and gather ourselves because I think many of the press in the press code there who are covering and following tennis and claiming it's their livelihood resent these players large by and large. They resent them because in their mind, they are making too much money and we are making none. I don't know how they don't have them figured out how to make some money in this process because tennis got a lot of money going around it. But they decided that the person that they can be angry with, it's with the players. So here was this girl who decided she didn't ask them. She just said, I was not showing up for the press. And she was right, because they do there's a there's a level of mean girl and nasty cattiness that comes out. We saw this immediately with the French Open, right? They mm -hmm. put out a tweet that says, These people understood the assignment, right? And every player, and I'm sure the WTA sent out the talking points that said, you know, yes, say the press is great, and saying the press that we gotta do the press and respond. 
And here was a player saying, like I said, she was very clear. I am not doing this because of my mental health, right? I am putting myself first. And I think if we go back a little bit, I think, as Janina pointed out with the power move, I think they really they felt this was the moment to check this, lack of a better word, this bitch. Because guess what? Naomi Osaka has held these tournaments at ransom in their minds two, three times now, right? When there was the Cincinnati, the fake Cincinnati, she was like, look, y'all ain't doing this shit right. Black people are getting killed every fucking day in the summertime. We've seen the, the horror of summer. I'm over this shit. Playing tennis is not that serious. Because if it's one thing Naomi Osaka, it's, it's very clear in her intention. She's never been like, put out some ambiguous tweet. It's very clear. People are asking for more clarity on what has already been stated. If you look at her follow-up statement, she's basically repeating herself. And she's given more details that people didn't really need. But she did this in Cincinnati. Then she wore the mask at the U.S. Open. And she won the tournament. Then she won the she won Australian Open. And guess what? Y'all didn't get the rise out of her that y'all wanted to get out of her. And guess what? Here you are at another tournament. And this was a quiet moment. Because here's the thing. None of these things needed to be anything more than it really was, right? You could have just let this girl go. Find her. She was going to pay the fine because this is all that ever happens, right? It's not like when players skip out on press conferences, you tar and feather them. You just find them and move along to the next event. You never charge the other, go to all the other players like, well, Venus didn't show up for press conference. What do you think about that? Do you understand what I'm saying? You just give her a fine and then move along. But to them, they had to check her and put her in her place. And that seemed to be the way in which we go when it comes to athletes of color, that they felt somehow, you know, they were put upon. And this was a moment in which the, because all the other Grand Slam signed up for this shit, right? They co-signed on this letter, this really... So that was the next sequence for people who haven't been tracking. The next sequence is, after Osaka statement came out, the Grand Slams all got together and released a statement where essentially they suggested that if she didn't reverse her position they would consider increasing her fines and potentially banning her from the tournament. The, right? the tournament, right. Because I think she won the match. She, she Actually, she yep. played first up. She played first up on Sunday. Yep. Those match, 5 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock my time, 11 o'clock their time. She played, she won straight set. She she spoke to that guy. His name is driving me insane. Santoro. Santoro. Uh, yeah. Fabrice Santoro. Fabrice that's Santoro. It. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Of course, Andre would know the Frenchies. And she didn't show up for the press conference. And that's when, because they couldn't levy a fine until she actually did something wrong, right? So they, they levied a $15,000 fine, which is more than they've averaged. Because I think Venus has always been like, what, $5,000, $3,000 or some shit like that? It's never been like 15000 And then they, put, they, they issued this statement and said, the press is really important, yada, yada, yada. And therefore, if she doesn't comply, if this continues, we're going to increase the fine to ultimately being defaulted from the tournament. Which is like, when she gets to the second week, like you're going to really give a player a walkover and be like, yeah, like, what is that? What is that? But okay. Here we go again. What did you think they wanted her to do after she, she got the statement? What did, you, what did you think they were hoping that she they would do? They wanted her to say, okay, I'll come to press. They tried to bully her into saying, all right, fine, I'll do it your way. That's it. If you, When you have the four major biggest tournaments of your sport, there is nothing bigger than the Grand Slams. Nothing. Or the majors. When they all collectively 
release a statement saying, basically, you know what? You can't do this. You be a good girl. You come to press or we're just not going to be allowed to play. And let's, let's be, let's be honest about something. Naomi Osaka is a tennis star, no doubt, but she's not the person that makes tennis run. So they don't really care if she's there that much or not. She doesn't have, I don't think, probably a huge financial hit if she's not there. As say, when Serena pulls out, when Rafa pulls out, when Roger pulls out, that hits a tournament where it hurts. They lose money. They're not going to lose a lot of money if Osaka's not there. She just doesn't well, have that kind the of... French. Yeah, she right, doesn't have that friend. kind of fan base. So they were able to stretch, you know, flex their muscle and say, you sit down, stop that, be a good girl, go to press, or we're just going to push you out completely. And that is just nothing but man- just that that maneuver was bullying and manipulative. And to, and and to try to encase that... Well, but they tried to encase it in niceties. We have resources for you. We are concerned about our players' well-beings. Let us help you. We've oh, tried to reach out to you. To you don't you. want to talk to us right now. We can't help you if you won't talk to us. So basically, you know, it's like it's like an abusive relationship. Like, like they're basically saying, we have not determined what you are saying is true. And therefore- well, that was the thing. Yeah, I guess I was trying to. The thing I was, I'm curious though. There were a couple. I will say that when I first heard about it, I was like, you know, good for you, fine. Um, but then I was really thinking about sort of the function of a press conference, the purpose of a press conference, and, and, and specifically the purpose of a French conference as it works in tennis itself. In tennis, in tennis itself, right? And and recognizing that realistically, you know, people. Because there were a couple of responses, right? I respected, we have Howard on our show quite a bit from um, um, ESPN. And he he talks about the idea that the press conference is a public platform in which we sort of get to hold players accountable, right? They get to be accountable to the sport itself. If you can't find a player, if you're not a star, if you're not somebody who a player will say yes to, da-da-da-da. In some sense, the press conference is a kind of equitable space. If you are able to get into that room, you could theoretically pose a question to a star that will never talk to you, right? Because um, if you're from the New York Times, I mean, you, maybe you can reach out to her agent or whatever and they'll, you'll get an interview. But a press conference is kind of an equalizing space. So on some level, there's a kind of like, I can understand the value of something like that. So I'm not dismissing the press conference as a tool for democratizing the press, right? The press court maybe and then also giving people access to a player. Um, so there's that piece. And then there's the other statement that I think the WTA pushed out and then also Billie Jean King pushed out, which is, you know, she's a big star in the sport. Women's tennis doesn't get a lot of mileage. Oftentimes it's second fiddle to the men. So they're eager for women to even be interviewed, right? Because they can recall a time when women weren't even given the mic. Like, I think there's something to be said for those two points of view, no? For sure, absolutely. But it doesn't negate the fact that somebody is saying, I am suffering and I can't do this right now, and for you to show no compassion. And honestly, I think most most reputable journalists, when a player doesn't want to talk to them, they don't want to talk to them either. 
They're well, like because they know what am I going to get from this? Yes, but if the you know, so this this them. is so akin to like you call your boss and say. I'm not feeling well. I'm not coming into. I can't come into work today. But you know what? They didn't interpret boss... it that way. This is what I'm saying. We no, they are didn't. interpreting it that way, and that's the thing that's a disconnect for me is that we immediately saw it and judged it as a singular issue, and they globalized it. Because because I think again it goes back to the I think the media always wanting to be the star in all of these things, right? Because you know who I didn't hear from? I didn't hear from the WTA insider. None of them. Right. And they usually. Yeah, that was actually really interesting. I didn't see any kind of commentary around what this might mean because they also didn't defend her. They didn't defend her as an individual. They also globalized it. Exactly. So I thought that was really strange because it was a particular instance that was globalized and generalized to press conferences in general and to tennis players generally. Nobody. It's like they also wanted her to demonstrate the mental health issue, right? Like through some uh, sort of paperwork. They, uh, or uh, exactly. They want. They wanted to say. They wanted her to do the very thing that she said she couldn't do, which is right? to reveal herself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You wanted to have to go press conference to tell her to you all of the details, right? They and, wanted and, to be and, for them, right? And the audacity of this girl they to, all to of that. right? And here's the thing, is that. Y'all had all the players come in there and say, press conferences are wonderful. We're going to do this. So there is no danger of this institution being dismantled today. At this but week. it is. I think they know it's in danger, though. Can I just say, I think that's why they globalized it? Because, because, because at the end the... of the day, they also recognize, first and foremost, very few places are paying for tennis players. Tennis um, reporters, excuse me, to go to conferences. Newspapers are cutting staff left and right. Most of the time, you have to do this on your own steam, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they see a future where the press conference is a thing of the past. But that's not Naomi's responsibility but, but, on how to fix it. It is and her it would, have, using it as a tool. But, but her presence would tool. not have changed any of that. And I, and that, that, I mean, we know that, Reels, but you're talking about, we're talking about what they did versus what they are doing, what, what happened. From our perspective, so they use this player. moment as a way to hijack this. Mo- they hijack this moment. I think this it was. It was an to, to, to put it. themselves as the star to say that they're they're the victims here, no, right? Can you imagine that? About victims. No, listen. This is let's let's get real close about this. Let's get real close about this in terms of money. At the end of the day, and I think Janina has said this in the past, players have a broader platform than tournaments. And it was particularly comp- it was particularly interesting to me based on the statement that the ITF released, right? Which was that no player is bigger than the sport. We've been doing this for hundreds of years. Well, I don't know what you're going. I, I want to tell you all. You did the Davis Cup, and that flou- that floundered <laughs> and disappeared. So what top I'm just top, to say I mean, is like no ADP. tournament is really sacred. I think this is what's interesting to me. We have to think about COVID. We have to think about the cancellation. And the need for um, these tournaments, these tournaments are not making, they're probably losing money during this period of time, right? So it's like they're also on shaky ground as a mm-hmm. tournament. And we can't presume that they're safe, right? And now you look at the person who's made, who is what, the highest played female athlete? In the world. In not in tennis, world. in the world. In the world. And she says, I'm not talking. 
You're not even going to get to question me about the fact that I'm the highest played athlete. You're not going to get to question me about any of these other things. Aside from the, you're not going to do well on clay. They don't get to have all that fodder that they want to fill up. Right. And let's be, let's be honest. I, I feel safe and confident in saying that some people's feelings are hurt by this because they feel that they have a special relationship with her. And she even acknowledges this in her, in, in her second statement, you know, that, there are some press that have been with her through uh, her career since she was young that she is very friendly with. So I think that um, people may have and probably did take this somewhat personally when they didn't need to. But Osaka saying, as Andrine was saying, being the highest female paid female athlete in the entire world her saying i'm not going to do this they are scared to death that this sets a precedent for other players to do the same thing they do not want her to get away with this unscathed and so that somebody else can come and say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do press i'm gonna take I mean, the fine i don't want to do it today uh, they don't it, it, they don't even want them to do it occasionally it doesn't happen a lot it the only really big, big players that say I'm not doing press that I can think of off the top of my head, Serena has done it where she's just not shown up and taken the fine. Um, Djokovic has done it. I don't know. Venus. Of, yeah, and Venus has done it. I don't, I don't, I can't think of any other superstars in tennis that have done it. If Osaka does this and says, I don't know that I feel when this when I'm in this position and and let's not forget that she also said y'all ask the same shit over and over again and but it's this old is the, this is the thing that gets to me too you're going to see this girl next week in Wimbledon okay like <laughs> they have the questions for that <laughs> that's it's the so, truth the same question but they gonna don't but they don't, do not want anybody to follow in her footsteps they don't want to see, her, she, they don't wanna see ground but you know what this was so poorly managed Oh Everyone talks like, about how so it was poorly managed from her side, but it was poorly managed from their side. Because exactly. WTA, first and foremost, you as the WTA, you should have immediately said to her, we completely understand that Naomi Osaka has expressed an interest about self-care. We know that this is an exceptional moment for her. And this is just this one tournament. You know, we thank her so much for paying the fine bloody 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 we should really be thinking about the mental health services that we have available for our players blah 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 and to, and actually they could have hijacked the whole thing and make it be off be made it mental health like they could have done oh, it could have been great they could have totally could have been great which, which by the way it's mental health awareness month right exactly and, and so it was like a perfect month. teachable moment right it was a teachable moment for them to say you know what we are so amazed at her leadership in taking this moment away from the sport, blah, blah, blah. Not even away from the sport. She's still participating. She's doing every single thing that she's supposed to do. I mean, if we go back to Ash Barty, which, by the way, is everyone's saint, Ash Barty took herself away from the sport. You had no access to her. So you didn't even get her at a press conference. You but didn't they didn't care her. about Ash Barty because Ash Barty was a number one. But well, here's the thing. But, well, but when she was thing, number one, saying, I mean, like, and here's the crazy thing, people. Or you have someone who doesn't ask Barty, well, Ash, right? And here's the thing. We are in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Still, still, I don't even know how to stress this without using the right. profanity. I mean, we have lost millions of people 
who but for COVID would have been alive here today. Naomi Osaka was in U.S. Open in September, in October, or November. I don't know whenever, you know, they changed the, the schedule, right? It was in October, it was the U.S. Open. Her grandmother lived down the road. She couldn't see her grandmother, yeah. okay? Like, COVID is real for people, okay? I don't, I don't know. What, and to think that you people decided to take a whole ass hammer I know. to was, deal to, with a fly. To deal with a fly. Like, literally, you took a hammer to deal with it. Like, like, like all of Wait, these can people. Can I tell you, though? The I WCA, also. The ATP, I was disappointed. All of them. I, I was so disappointed in the players' reaction. Like, well, yeah, I love press. I, listen, I never expect anything from players because one of the things that we have learned observing the sport, sport at a distance is that players refuse to acknowledge their power. They, they all saw this as an opportunity to curry favor with the press and to say, yes, please, don't worry about her. Interview me instead. And then I yep. saw but, double players But going, that's all well, you're talking about. But that's and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, this is a moment for you to actually extend yourself as an employee and take some of your power back in this moment is to say to yourself, because she actually, I think she raised the issue of like, she didn't say that she was against pressers, period, right? She said that pressers could be better. And then she also said that if players were going through an emotional period, maybe we should give them an out from press conferences. That's potentially what she has raised as two options, right? Be better at doing press, period, which why wouldn't anyone want to do that? And second, maybe don't invite players to press when you know things are going on with them. And Which also, is... we can discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> and there is room for discussion for this it matter. It was really strange. I thought uh, it was just a lot of failures on, like, multiple... I don't think anyone... Did anyone show out well? Who showed out well? Uh, Muguruza said, it's not my business. Well, Muguruza <laughs> just said that because she just <laughs> you know lost. That, and they were asking but you know what? It's the same as every but single look, but then we, I, we haven't oh. even addressed the situation because of all of this fallout now. Yeah, no, Naomi Osaka just decided, you know, like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. There well, is because, no reason because fallout, the focus look. has now become me and yeah. the focus isn't about tennis. Well, which then, is wait, let's back up and say she was chastised by the by pressers. She was chastised by every single reporter that I saw, that I follow generally. Mm -hmm. She was chastised by her the WTA, which is essentially kind of her union, even though we don't really have one. Right. But at, at this place, and, it becomes and, a union. If yeah. that's a union. And then she was chastised by, um, ITF. no, who else? The ITF. Flutters, the and then All of the majors. Players, fellow players threw her under the bus. The only Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King. So the only people who I actually said who thought and at least were very thoughtful about her were other athletes and women Outside of color, of prominent group. women of color on Twitter and other spaces seem to recognize this as a call for help on her part and was able to acknowledge that. I didn't see anyone else within tennis's sphere. And pardon me if I missed it, but I didn't see anyone within the closed space of tennis. Right, who knew tennis, who understood what was going on. Put up anything reasonable. Put up anything. And this was so embarrassing because you know what, no. This is how much, because no one was studying the French Open. I mean, no one. Yes, what French <laughs> it Open. It was very helpful, though, for the French Open to get some press. <laughs> you, this is the attention you get. Again, you handle these things horribly. Like like last, like remember at Cincinnati? No, Miyasaka say, I'm out of this tournament. Y'all shut down the shit. Didn't know what the fuck y'all were doing. Y'all just got mad, right? How dare she shut down the tournament? 
She didn't shut down the tournament. She just said, I'm out. I don't want to have to concentrate on tennis and watch my people be all day in the street being murdered. But see, it's, this goes back to them. This is this is why I say it's a power struggle. Yeah, she has already done things that they feel are disruptive yeah, in the sake of the greater good. And they're like, she you're wins. not going to do this again. You're so not, we're not going to let you do this again. We will exclude you if you Period. continue to do you. this. Well, let's talk about this because Janine has been saying this. And so let's go down this road a bit. So... <laughs> But did you win the last time, though? I'm just saying. You're no, not, you're not mean, winning these battles. Well, you're not going to win not, the battles. You're not I mean, winning the battle. But, you know, I think... So let's talk about this from the perspective of... Is there a way that Naomi could have done this that would have had a better reaction from all of these folks? Uh, she could have been white. <laughs> Real? I mean, True story. I think I, it would have mattered. I don't know what <laughs> I else do. to tell you. Listen to me. Naomi Osaka is better than me, okay? She mm-hmm. gave them a note before the tournament even started, okay? I would have showed up. I wouldn't have even... I would have come to the door and be like, hey, I'm not coming in here, so if y'all got something to do, y'all better do that. You could send me the check later. That would have been me, okay? Listen to me. I don't give a shit if it's a celebrity. I don't, I don't exercise special justice for celebrities, nor should I exercise special treatment for celebrities, okay? They're human beings. Okay, they are subjected to the same whims and fancy. Okay, I I don't need my artists to be out here struggling. I don't need them to go out <laughs> to a, a path to be drugs and whatever. And let me tell you something: ain't a goddamn thing I, in this world I think is far more important than people's well-being. I don't yeah, care sure. if they do better, good work when they're struggling. I don't need any of this. I need them to be because you know what? Because when they disappear and die, I'm going to follow somebody else. Exactly. You're you expensive. You know, the other thing I think, can we talk a little bit, well, Janina, let's go down this road, but I also want to talk about press conferences in general and what people assume about them as like a, as a form itself, that they're harmless, all of those things. But Janina, you've been saying this wouldn't happen to Roger Federer. I say Roger Federer would never do this. Um, I don't think it matters. I don't think he would do it either. I want to be clear about that. I don't think he would do it. I don't think it matters that he wouldn't do it. I think if he did do it, there is no way in hell that the Australian Open, Wimbledon, Roland Garros, U.S. Open band together and say, Roger, cut it out or we're not letting you play. That would never in a million years happen. Never, ever, ever. He sells all their fucking tickets. They're going to tell him you can't come? No, it wouldn't happen. When Roger speaks, people listen, period. but, but but here's the thing though, it's a black woman, so they won't disrespect her anyway. And that is my point. They, Serena they feel is that they selling can... the tickets. Serena is selling the tickets because I'm telling you something. No one showing up the U.S. Open. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> they did show up for the final. You're right. Her. Serena sells but... tickets, but tennis does not think Error. twice about coming hard on her. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Never. It doesn't matter. Which is why I chose Roger Federer out, as the example. Yep, Would right, they do? Serena, absolutely, they would do this. They would tell her, get in line, get in line, sit down and shut up, shut up and dribble. They would do all that. They would have done, though. I will say, I think what they would have done was they would have heard it as an individual, which is the power. Right, exactly. Like 
whiteness, right? Whiteness allows you to be an individual. So if Roger Federer had written that note, they would have heard it as a cry for help and would have accommodated it. I, they would have I said, Roger, what can we do I to help? Even, listen to How me. can we I, make this better? I don't even like this idea of a cry for help because for me, well, if yeah, Naomi, I don't love the cry for help because for me, if Naomi ain't feel like doing press, it's all right. Yeah, you don't have to do it. You understand what I'm saying? To, yeah. And I'm trying to, because here's the thing, forcing people to work, it's called slavery and it is illegal. Okay. (laughs) Like it is illegal. I am not. No, let's not be that. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's be, stop. You can't be that extreme. No, 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 no. Wait. No, 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 no. But you know what though? Let me just say that. I know you're about to do it, Janina, but I will say it is okay. I will say this out loud. It is okay for wealthy people. To, con- to continue to have mental health issues, even if they have all the cash in the world. Second, it is okay for wealthy people to choose not to do things. I know people like to punish wealthy people. Listen, I get it. I get the impulse. But wealthy people are not able to ignore all the things <laughs> that but, happen but, to you as but a human being. The thing, they're punishing the wealthy individual and not punishing the system. And this is the thing that's missing for me. And I'm going and I'm going on this road because here's the thing, Janina. The manner in which these people are talking, she, how dare she? She must come in here and sit down and answer these stupid questions. I mean, this is really what it is. I mean, like, look, remember just this week, Coco Goff, I think she won a match. Did she play a match or whatever the case for me? Somebody at Coco showed up for press. Yeah. And I asked her. Yeah. So it was 17. Yeah. So People compare you to Serena. I know it's because you're black, you're a girl, or maybe because you play tennis and you you're kind of all right. You know you're what I mean? American. What American. Like, like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And here's the thing. Here's the thing that really drives me really insane. It's these very same people in that press room. It ain't no different. I'm sure yep. it ain't nobody new adding that room. When fucking Maria Sharapova was doping, they had no fucking questions to ask. The only Not. question they were asking is, how was she so sloppy that she got caught? They were like, <laughs> the, that's what they said. Half right? of them didn't they, even they, admit that she was doping. Exactly. They, they produced a narrative to say, this couldn't have been doping. This was just sloppy email management. This was what this was. Billy when G. she came back, Billy when G. she came King back, Maria offered an excuse. Welcome her back. Maria offered an excuse. Exactly. Maria often an excuse and said Maldonia, my Mildrena, as she was calling it, was for health reasons, right? She got everything, but I don't know. I, I really And what's the COVID. difference here? What is the Mildrena was to cover Maria everything is... but COVID. And guess what? Somebody asked, so now that you no longer have access to Mildrena and Meldonium, what you're using? They were like, How dare you ask that question? But yep. this is the rule. This was the rule for that question, right? They said, we can't ask any of these questions. So I'm just like, what it is that you... My thing is, what Listen, I really want is that, what is this story y'all really wanted from Naomi No, Saka? they don't want a story. All three of us here have sat in on press conferences. We all know what they look like. People who claim to be journalists don't ask tough questions because they don't want to lose their privilege of being allowed in the room that's it so that's why there's all this friendly talk so if you're not asking the tough questions and if you're not hoping to hold people accountable 
with when it really matters, because I think the time for p- the press to have really demonstrated their value was during the Pova thing, and they all failed. It was like the real press when we were talking I about mean, Trump. They I all mean, failed that test. E- so what is the thing they, that exactly. they want us to do? They want basically to say, basically they wanted a right. They wanted the right to poke at Naomi in her most vulnerable on her most vulnerable surfaces. That's what they wanted the right to do that, right? Because they're not going to ask her tough questions, as you've just said. They're not going to create a scenario in which, like, they're going to really deal with and unpack maybe the mental health. It's it's an ego trip you're saying, basically. They get to be like, girl, you are... You got all this money. They get to cut her down. They like to ask Naomi Osaka what fucking video game she's playing (laughs) during press. I've witnessed it. (laughs) They want to talk... I bet you. Can I tell you the top three questions they wanted to ask her? Mm-hmm. They wanted to ask her about her BFF, Iga, because Iga is the one that won the French Open. So they wanted to create a little bit of something, something there. How is it? How is it? You all are so close. This is not her favorite surface. Are you going to be able to be friends with this woman? Blah, 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 blah. Second, they're going to want to ask her about her money situation. What are you spending it on? What are you doing? How's your family going to pay back everybody else that they owed money? And third, they wanted to rile her up about her game style and whether it's going to translate on these natural surfaces. So those are going to be dagger look questions. look for the fucking coach. He's right there. I know. Go talk to the coach about the tennis spot. You want to talk about the money situation? Go talk to the, the manager. Like, I really think coach... Yeah, those are the things that you would have had access to. But you know what? This is the thing that we've been critiquing about. And this is why I, I shed no tears for the press conference. I really didn't. But, I like the idea of a press conference. I don't think they do what they should do. And so I understand them as, as a kind of, like, objective thing that, like, it would be good to have. But how they actually play out is not something any of us is going to really miss. There I are mean, a couple people who I think... compelling stories have we got all the well. tennis for the last no, time? No, you know what? The people who do the press conferences, it's so funny. The irony for me about pressers is the people who get the most out of it are the folks who actually do it for the sites. So, like, talk about... Um, talk about the end of the fifth game when this happened, like really concrete things that they then use to actually talk about the state of play in the actual match. All the other stuff is just fodder that actually doesn't have anything to do with the match that day or any of it. It's just, it's a really, really strange format because nobody talks about the match that was played. And nobody really deconstructs the. No action. one watched the match, right? That's the first thing. Yeah. No one, they didn't watch the match. That's usually the case because you're. But here, back and forth. But you know what else the they do? You, uh, you do see sometimes, you know. Oh, tell me what happened here. Tell me what happened there. But you know what? It's almost always something negative. Yes. It's it's, always- it, and and I think that that's important because Osaka said, "I feel like the press conference is good for kicking you when you're down." Very rarely those people who do cover tennis in that way go, you know what? You were up two breaks and then this happened. And you, you, you don't see them going into press so much in, in saying, well, you did this really well. It's always what they did bad. Almost Look, always. We have discussed well, this here before, like a, right? Not also like a general analysis to help even the fans understand what happened and what didn't happen and why this matchup it, is tricky or why you have a losing record against this person or why you have a winning record against this person. Like, I don't think it's a very informative engagement. Listen, the fans doing a better job on that on Twitter. I could yeah, go on do. Twitter and read about, and I mean, I know about Andrew struggles. 
I know about Kiki's struggles, and I love that. I mean, like, I know all these this tidbit from thing. And this is why, and, and here's the thing I am getting so confused by. It's like, y'all ain't doing no work, right? Like, no real compelling pieces are coming out of these things, right? Like, none of these journalists cover the actual state of tennis. Like, the... Um, yeah, you don't technology right revolution, people. the quote, the quote yeah, thing. You're not interviewing the right what people. What we usually get is some crazy bullshit of like whether Nole is the victim or Nole is the aggressor. <laughs> you know that's other thing we don't like. Better, you know, you, you know those those hit pieces. And I'm going to consider, you know, I mean, Christopher Clary might be the person who's getting the most clicks and most views, right? But the New York Times, and he puts up bullshit. I mean, honest to God, like sometimes they're just like, sir. Just PR light. Okay, exactly. so let's just talk about the press conference itself, though, because I think. Well, hold on, Bef before you go there, before you go there, I'm sorry. I mean, like, did we? I didn't want to. Did we get into the Janina aspect of it when she was talking about the power play? She did. Um, she said it was, she thinks it's gendered. She thinks it's racialized, and we do too. We definitely think it's about that. It's about putting her in her place, and in some weird way, she did, she wasn't she wasn't operating as an individual player. I think if it had been a white player, they would have taken it as an individual issue. Well, but, 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 but who is following a black player in the revolution, but black people. And, and look, so what do you mean? So do you so, think this is about, what, what, what I mean, mean, whether you wanted to, so if they were taking her, I mean, like I, this is goes to my, my theory of you're using a hammer to kill you know, yes. a fly, right? Like, if you think she's about to lead a revolution, how often do people follow the black players, right? Well, let me, not everybody follows the black player, but you do know that black people are usually ones that get you the That is true. Want. Right. We're usually at the forefront exactly. of the revolution. But, but I'm just saying that if there is going to be a change in the state of play in tennis, it will likely, it will likely come from the a black player. Revolution for black. Well, the mother issued them again for black players. Black well, I mean, player. like the, the, the difference in pay, it right. was Venus that was leading that charge, right. right? So I think when we talk about player, the state of play for players in terms of their mental health, just the state of the state in which historically it is the okay, I see what you're saying. It's here. usually folks of color so, or working class people who push the envelope. It is not going to be, I hate to say it, it is not going to be Roger Federer, it is not going to be the anyone who is at the top of the game often that is that is comfortable and is not perceived as a threat. It's going to be the person who is perceived as a threat. And so, what but but, but, but here's the thing that is really striking me. Is this the hill that they really wanted to come down on? It's a big hill for the, them. It's about agency. You know what? You said it best. It's not about the press conference. It's about agency. It's about what the player chooses to do. It's, it's about not like she was saying they're complaining about the food or like she was complaining <laughs> about like... No, but you said it best. You're, you've just, you've said, you've made it about power play and then you're retreating. No, you're it's not even that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just simply saying that to me that that this would be the hill that they're going willing to die on. It's just completely absurd. Well, I think it's really strange that they're willing to die on the hill of reporters. Right. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. That that those players. Because I was those like, people. you employ, I mean, it's nice that they cover your tournament, obviously, but you even have your own access. You live in a social mediated world. You have your own Twitter feed. You have your ability to put out pressers. I mean, listen to you me. Have, have y'all ever seen out, the... Like, this, have you ever seen the French Open highlights that they put out on YouTube? Yeah. 
You should check them out one of these days. Let me tell you something. They're going to be 20 minutes of highlight. And let me tell you how much actual tennis actually happens. But they're going to give you the whole warm-up session. The whole coming out, the whole warm-up, and give you a classic match and give you five minutes. So to me, they don't know how to market themselves. And tennis, if you're trying to grow this sport and grow the eyeballs, because everybody, a lot of people are home, they ain't tuning in for this shit. There is a little bit of a disconnect there. I mean, it is sad, but I do want to talk about the press conference itself since it gets so much baggage. I want to, I want to suggest to people, cause I was looking at some of the quotes that I've seen from Rafa and Kane Nishikori and the men. And I would like to just suggest to the men that they're getting a different reporter than the mm-hmm. women are getting. Yep. And then even that the black women are getting. The idea that a, a reporter is simply going in there and speaking from this like objective, distant place, when we know that some of the player, some of the reporters come with a certain bias and a certain energy already. So the yep. idea that this is like a sort of neutral ground where everyone is on equal footing is actually a lie, right? Like that's the fantasy of a press, right? The fantasy is like the player and you are equal. But the reality is, and the way I've seen it play out, is that some players never get pushed. They mm-hmm. are kowtow to. And some players are pushed back on by reporters. I will never forget. There is a tennis reporter. I'm not going to trash her. But there's a tennis reporter that came on Twitter and trashed Venus for her refusal to give her talk points so she could go write her piece. And the whole time I'm watching that, I was just thinking to myself, you came on this Twitter and you are trashing a player because they didn't give you what you needed so that you can write a cute little thing. And all I could think about was how much they, the other, how much they adored when Naomi Saka used to just do this weird performance that she did for them mm-hmm. and how they thought it was so cute and enduring. And that's what they wanted. Right. And it was just really, really strange. And I've always resented the fact that a press conference was about the journalists getting this thing that they needed. And if the player didn't give it to them, they would punish them in the way they wrote about them. Because when I saw this this reporter do that online, I was kind of stunned. Because I was thinking to myself, that feels really unfair that you are chastising this player because their only responsibility is to is to perform on the court. Well, yes, and the flip would be- side, it makes good presser but it's not their you know it's not their thing it's not their but what happens after that andrine and we've seen this too when that reporter or group of reporters because it happens a lot um when they write negatively about somebody because they didn't get what they wanted they didn't get the they they may have even gotten an answer to their question they just didn't get the answer that they wanted right yep then they wonder why come next tournament next week when all the same people are in the room, because it doesn't change. I just, I wonder, I really wonder if people are truly aware of how much um, ev- this huge global sport is, how it doesn't, who's in the room doesn't change that often. It's not but that much different yet. Yeah, it's it's not. And I don't, I don't think people, people understand that. I really don't. Um, but anyways, then they, then they question why the player is standoffish and guarded and doesn't want to give them anything. Well, why would they when you just dogged the fuck out of them three but days ago no, but, in but a different here's city? The thing. Here's the thing I, I, I keep going back to. 
the players are not unintelligent beings, you know. Some of them are, but you know, most of them are not. No, you know what no. I mean? Especially those with money, I think they get, you know, they get training and they get access and wise, you know, about being a brand, whatever the case may be, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, like literally, there is no real value for any of these top players to sit down in any press room. Just none. Honestly, God, it doesn't help their brand. It, it does. It helps. Listen, I, I don't disagree with that. No, no, no. I disagree with that wait, entirely. Wait, wait. It helps because, the brand because... for the player who, with whom the reporter connects. Right. Let me tell you something. Naomi okay. Osaka was their sweetheart, mm-hmm. and they spent time punishing other players for not being Naomi Osaka. Yep. So do not tell me that they didn't spend time crafting and shaping a narrative about who Naomi Osaka was. But, and built up an audience for but, her. But wasn't that built off of anti Serena? Well, it might have been, but I'm still. It doesn't saying. matter. It happened. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're saying. I was just thinking about the fact that I am not seeing any real product out of no, no, journalists. No, no, no. Listen, they make they can make stars of a player. They can make that's a little bit of their power. And I mean oh, that. Like how the, every, but you're you're right. You're right because no one knows niche. Petra is a is, is a home exactly. But Nobody Petra cares about is a Petra sweet except country the girl. fact that all the press corps loves Petra. All the press corps loves Petra, but if you're going to, I mean, and all the tennis players love Petra, but if you ask a random fan on the street to point Petra out of a lineup, they can't do it. They couldn't do it. I mean, if you listen to tennis journalism, the only tennis player that actually reads books is, uh, oh, what's Petkovic. Yeah. You know, she's the only one that reads. They have a narrative about these players and they, they push those narratives. And if you are one of the ones that they like, they can build a narrative around. But does you that, that hold any value? Be does that hold any value outside of it does, tennis, it Twitter? No, 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 no. I mean, like in front of the tennis, tennis world, tennis. No, Twitter. no, it, it holds value if you show up and someone says, "I want to cover Federer. I want to. I want to do a story on him. I want to do a story on that." I mean, you have to look at them within the context of the world in which they exist. You know, nobody. I, I don't see people running around trying to get a story on Venus. Because they think of her as recalcitrant, right? And like aloof. Mm-hmm. And so if you make yourself available to them and they can try to drum up something around you, it at least gives them something. It gives them fodder. So it is a mutually beneficial relationship if you get it right. If you, if you get, you it, get right. it right. And a lot of them. And so that's why Rafa doesn't understand. Rafa, you're the king of clay. They're not, they're not trying to punish you. Fed, you command that room. They're not trying to punish you. A few of them come at you. It's true. But not it, really. When Federer comes into it, it's like Ric Flair comes in into a ring for a wrestling match. Like yes. he just comes in, <laughs> throws his coat around, and it's just like he is in. They are all in awe of Federer. And I'm just like, a, no, no one's no. asking this dude anything. Just no, like, no, I remember. I remember one time chocolate. Remember? No, they had to bring chocolate. Oh, God. Fucking Novak. I can remember, though, you know, Ash you know, Barty. You know, this thing Hold is on. doing that, right? I remember one time, and this has stuck with me, and I liked it. It's mm-hmm. probably the only thing about Ash Barty that I really like, because I, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Um, but she, she asked, she was asked a question. She gave an answer. The interviewer wanted more, and she said, "Listen, we're not friends here. Yep, you are the press. I'm not. You're not. And I mean, and she literally said that. She's like, you're the press. You can take my words and do whatever you, you want with them. They do. This is all I'm saying. And she is honestly the only person in tennis I've ever known to say that. We see athletes in other sports say this all the time. 
all the they time. They're like, uh-uh, you're not going to do that to me. And this is the thing. And so Janina, I'm so happy you brought this up because this was my problem with um, Naomi Osaka's statement when she withdrew. There's a period in the statement where she says that she apologized to the journalists with whom she's cool with because yep. she might have hurt their feelings. Let me just let you some. Let me know something. Let me tell you something right now. And this is the Jamaican girl coming out. There is no feeling between me and you. We ain't friends. Yep. We got a job to do. My job is to give you answers. Your job is to ask me. Being cool with you is weird. It's a weird narrative to actually create. Because what it suggests to me, and it's true, I get it. What it suggests to me is that you know there are journalists that are wink, wink with you. And that's fine. I get that. But that's actually not also great. It's not a great thing to actually hear. And so the fact that she actually thought that she needed to apologize for hurting someone's feelings, you're both professionals. That's like apologizing for beating someone on a tennis court. Mm -hmm. You have a job to do. Nobody would ever say, oh, no, she's apologized for beating her friend. (laughs) No one would expect that. Why am I apologizing? Because I've chosen to put boundaries between me and you. That reporter's job is to get information about you and to basically take it to an audience and shape it and tell a story about you. Yes, it's nice if the story is close to you, maybe, but it's not Mm -hmm. always going to be you. And that's just their that's just their job. So this weird idea that she needs to be close with reporters or that you're not even supposed to. It's just really odd. I. I had a problem with that part of the statement. Me too. I hated that. I hated that. I hated that that exists. Yeah, I felt that she had to say. Felt that she even needed to say that. Yeah, because they weren't professional. She was very professional. Exactly. I know people said all kinds of things about her, but she was very professional. You know what? And you know what? Let's be honest. I'm not going to say anybody's name, Mm -hmm. but I know that all of us here know who she was apologizing to. And I didn't see those people on Twitter come into your defense. I didn't either. I didn't either. All those people who like you, all those people who thought nicely of you, they didn't defend you. They didn't say a fucking word. We got the receipts. We got the receipts. I didn't see any of those people were your fans. And if they felt your tennis reporter fans, I see all of them. I know who your reporter fans were. I didn't see a. I didn't see a tirade, and I didn't didn't see a tweet thread. I didn't see any of that. Nothing. And you know what's interesting about that? That that's another thing that journalists do. These tennis journalists do. Whenever they're mad about something, they then dig up the dregs of Twitter and retweet those people and push those ideas and when they don't say, like a place. This is what someone says. Said exactly. <laughs> the retweets are not my opinion. Then yes. why the fuck are you retweeting it then? I only re- <laughs> why retweet it? Why retweet it? So, so let's I, let's I, move. Let's move into to a little something else here. Let's so Lindsay Davenport, you know, because this is everywhere, and you know, now that Naomi has removed herself from the situation, the press is not, not going to allow that to happen. They're going to ask every player what they think about it. It's going to be a subject of conversation for probably the rest of the tournament, but at the very least, the next few days well, on ev- all, all the TV coverage in every press conference room. There, it's going to be discussed. Um, and so, you know, Tennis Channel Today, uh, Lindsay Davenport was asked about it. Her response was quite interesting. Um, she says, you know, I was playing at a time where I was watching Jennifer Capriotti go through some mental struggles. Everyone on tour knew that she was going through mental struggles and everyone ignored it. No one offered her help. No one did anything about it. They just watched her slip and fall in spiral into this place of darkness. 
So that tells us, you know, of course, we know as human beings that this isn't new, that people struggle with this type of thing all the time. Um, but this sets a precedence that, you know, historically, tennis ignores this. Oh, well, tennis, tennis loves to, tennis loves ignore, to create a problem knew, and pass itself. They ignore the rape, too. They ignore rape. They, they ignore child abuse. Remember the, exactly. remember the tennis coach? that exactly. They used to joke about the tennis coach who used to diddle his um his students yeah i remember that was my first interaction on tennis twitter was trying was actually doing that whole thing around that coach who was responsible for raping a lot of girls so and tennis loves to here's the thing tennis loves to create a problem and pat itself about resolving a problem that they didn't even resolve because this whole <laughs> that when when we talk about coco golf like oh my god she's too young to play a full tournament it ain't about age why Coco Goff can't play full tournament, full tour. Yeah. It's because of child sex abuse. Predator. Predator situation. But you don't talk about that. It wasn't that it was killing. That. Huh? Sorry? I, I said I don't I, I really don't think people know that. I don't no, they don't really think understand that realize that that protection of, of girls' bodies, not in a sexual way, not to save them from working too hard to get Exactly, because hello, <laughs> gymnastics. Nobody exactly. cares about age there. <laughs> but, so, but, but, you know, but, but it is but so sad. I, I think it's, I, I have to say, Naomi Osaka, because I know you listen to our podcast, because this is the Roger Federer podcast. And of course, you know, we give the best opinions and views. But <laughs> I have to say that you know, what I really applaud Naomi for doing in this situation is to just, first of all, French Open, you don't need the French Open. You don't need any of these tournaments. And yourself first, because let me tell you something. Sports do not give a fuck about athletes. Organized sports, they don't. That, that whole gymnastic situation is a prime example. They don't care. They just want to jump up and down and write and, 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 and put themselves first. Yep. Because... You save yourself always. Always save yourself. No job is really that important because let me tell you something. You die, your job is gone. I read something on Twitter the other day. They said this woman didn't even have a funeral. They already put up a replacement. A coworker died that day. I know. And they put the up the vacancy notice that very same day. So they don't care. Protect so you're the only first. one. You're protect the only one that yourself. has to protect yourself. And this is the thing that's so sad to me about all the other tennis players. But you know what? It's hard, it's, it's hard to be too disappointed by them because we've talked about this. They are independent athletes. They're hustling. They history. I Remember mean, when don't. Monica Sellers got stabbed? Chris Everett wrote in the newspaper, girl, you need to come out and work. Bitch, you got stabbed at work. She got <laughs> fucking stabbed at work. I mean, but these are the people who don't do the readings, right? Because this is the thing. You know, the players didn't see so this as a, as a player so protection and a player issue. They saw it as an individual issue about Naomi. And you know, lots of them have opinions about Naomi's stance because Naomi does take a Black Lives Matter stance and we know not everybody loves every Black life. So we know that. when she issue. wants to win a tournament, she just snatches up from Ireland. Hello. And I'm just saying, look, Ashbody, I'm really, you know, I didn't like you because you're in Fila and all of that, but now I really have a reason. You know, that I know, you know, that people who don't like me because I don't like Ashbody, and I didn't really dislike her, but I think you of all people, it couldn't have been you. It couldn't have been you. It shouldn't have been you to make that statement because you walked away from this statement? sport. Say her statement. Like, her, her stance was just like, you know, like, oh, the press, we love the press, press, the press. 
Well, she's just saying, she's just doing the talking points. She did the WTA talking points. Every, every single time something controversial comes up, the WTA has talking points that all players kowtow to. They did it with Maria Sharapova's doping, and they did it here. There's very few players who will speak their mind, and I think it's actually really sad because their failure to understand the individual issue, and let's be honest, it's not even like her, it's not even just, um, it's just, not just Ash Barty. Her, um, Naomi Osaka's quote-unquote best friend on tour also gave a similar. Iga Swiatek, um, yes, Carolyn Garcia. She also gave that. She also gave the, the Carolyn <laughs> Garcia of tennis. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? So I think at the end of the day, these women, they don't know what solidarity is. And you can see it. I thought Not we got rid women. of that when Simona didn't show up. I thought, Literally, okay, we're going to get the individuality of it. Solidarity for each other. They don't see this issue as something beyond um, beyond um, Osaka only. This is something about the. This is I'm, something about the environment. And, and Janina's see. point. This is what Janina is saying. Janina raises the point from what what is that we can all watch you. They will watch you sink, and you should have more player protection. And that was the thing that I thought was so compelling about Naomi's st- statement. Listen, she didn't have to go into the mental health drama. Guess what? We're in a pandemic. Thank and we're you. watching players suffer various forms of mental crises on court. And people have no compassion for players because you are there to perform for them so that they can, so that we can forget about the pandemic. And so basically they're just like, show up, put a smile on your face and hit that damn ball. And but I don't, here, I, I'm here I to mean, be distracted. And here's the thing, Tennis. I know you're all telling yourself that the institution would outlast Naomi Osaka. But if it's one thing this Panini has taught us, we can make a rinky dink something some way and people will watch and pay for it. So these people can leave the tour and set up their own little something because guess what? The French Open has no real value. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have any real value. It, it doesn't. I mean, particularly the women. I mean, let's be. I mean, like you might be going on I don't to know the what history. You mean by the women, it definitely doesn't have any value for the men. It's only one dude winning it. So, <laughs> well, well, that's what I mean. No, I want to I mean, add something to what Andrine just said, though, about women in solidarity. I think all of that is true, and I also think it matters. Um, I, I think people are probably considering who they're willing to align themselves with. Oh, they didn't I want think... to align themselves with Osaka at all. Oh, no. No fucking way. That's She's a troublemaker. These, yes. These she talks too much. But you, yep. but you see, listen to I me. mean, Vika, me. you're out there saying stuff, but you ain't saying nothing, girl. Exactly. Put a all quote the tweet time. up there. You ain't saying nothing. Exactly. Um, the only person I saw in any solidarity with her was, surprisingly, it was Venus. was like, do you, honey? But... That's the only thing. No, being like, a thing will show up to that press conference tomorrow, and y'all, y'all, they ain't charge that lady fifteen thousand dollars. Well, in solidarity, I, though, I would be. I, I does Roland Garros release their press transcripts? I'm not sure. I would love to see. Um, someone did say something to Serena, and her response was, "It was nice." I and I don't remember it, but I, I was surprised that um she she seemed uh genuinely she she seemed genuine. Period. I will say this. Um, I will say this. I, I don't expect every player to come out in support of Naomi. I don't. I don't think they even have to. It's not even what I'm asking them to. I think what I'm asking them to have is some self-awareness, even from their own self. Exactly, because position. this is an yep. issue that does it affect you. Yeah. And every day you want to show up to work and 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 do perform or whatever. You want to get yourself out as well. And, <laughs> I think right, well, exactly. it's important. It's important to. Um, 
you know, because I, I keep hearing them say, well, this is our job. Doing I press mean, is part of our job. Like, and I get that. Job but that's not true, it. though. Well, it's, it's it kind of is true. If the press wants to talk to you. Because there are tons of people, like we put, we know for a fact, they show up to press conferences. Um, Hukach showed up in Miami. There was no, nobody there. there. Nobody did. But it is in the rules. Player. It is I'm not saying, I understand. I get it. It's in the rules, but it's really only the job of the top players. It but is here's the thing, though. It is, in the it is in the rule of work that you need to come to work every day. But if you're sick, or if you're not feeling it well, the work can't force you to show up to do perform. And she said she was not okay. And that should have been good enough. Of it. Not and the actual even playing. Because you could still pay to see her. Because nobody's paying to see a press conference. Thank you. And, and y'all keep that shit on the lock and key anyway. Y'all don't even yeah. release the transcript. So I don't even understand what was the issue. But for me, Naomi Osaka is still winning this fight. Because okay. guess what? This shit has leaked out into the mass world, into the regular world now. And they ain't looking too kindly on you, tennis people. I, people you know, I was going to bring that up. Figures. Yeah, People are going to get these facts and figures wrong. But at the end of the day, the central point of what they're going to get away with that, y'all up in here trying to harangue a black woman. And that's I, never I, going I, to look cute. Well, but you know what? No, what, what you just said, that's uh, important. Black because... Women. Osaka, Osaka is is big enough she in the world over. that this this story will be on every major morning show tomorrow. Regardless, will be showing and his ass. They are yeah. going exactly. And they are going to slaughter her name. She put. They're going to get it all wrong, but they're going to talk about it. Yep. And uh, and you're right. Tennis is going to look like a fucking like the shit show that it is Always when does. it gets national worldwide outside of tennis media attention it's always for something bad and this is going to be another example of that because again if it was you know petra Listen, tennis is you know what let's be honest tennis is that uncle in the basement it always is <laughs> tennis is that uncle in the basement that you don't bring out because you know that tennis is going to say something wrong tennis but this is why they're panicking though this is why they're panicking <laughs> Because if no, no, hold on, reels. Listen, listen. This is if Osaka does something like this, if Serena does something like this, if Federer does something like this, if Rafa does something like this, it is going to garner worldwide media attention at every level. It's not just going to be on the sports shows. This will be on Good Morning America tomorrow. You you better believe it. They are going to talk about it. So that's why it's scary. Because, you know, for tennis, as an establishment, if Petra Kvitova did this, Good Morning America ain't covering it. They're going to say, who is that? It's going to be like the time where Whoopi Goldberg said, who's dominating the team? (laughs) That's what it would be like. You know, so when... Look at Karma. Karma yeah. said, here's your flambeau. Exactly. Go away. <laughs> so, and meanwhile, you know, meanwhile Dominic, Dominic is probably suffering from some kind of mental fatigue. Exactly. <laughs> but you but you see, and let's be honest, let's talk about that. I'm Bianca Andrescu. I'm not gonna go in that road, but did you see how people reacted to him? Did you see what the, the older tennis male players said about him? Because they are tragic when they cover the sport and deal with the emotional life of the athletes. They are horrific. They have no insight. It's like toxic masculinity all over again. Listening to Matt Vlander talk about Dominic Team, I mean, just the kinds of things that are being circulated about him. He's having a lull after a slam. It is it is the rare athlete that doesn't. The only ones that didn't yeah, this is are common. the superstar. Are the superstars. 
It's the only ones that did. Actually, didn't. no, the they all had a low. They all had a low. <laughs> they Except all did. for Venus. I felt like Venus just kept going. But I'm just saying, right? Like, I'm just she saying, is. like, yeah, exactly. Her low exactly. came later on, unfortunately. Well, her yeah, low is Serena. Later, but I'm just saying Venus, Serena. <laughs> You know, Hello, once they Karina. got the top, the top ones just kept going. Once they got that one under their belt, it just felt like, whoo, I've released it. Pressure's right. off, go, right? But that's the other thing is that we don't have commentators who can talk thoughtfully about any of these topics. They don't do the required reading, though. Look they at who don't. these people are. They're Look at who these people are. They're ex-players, and and even and they don't even and focus jealousies. on the exes. Oh, they don't even focus on the X's and O's so that we can be grateful for them being there. I mean, how many times did we look at each other and say, we thought that Chrissy was going to be great. She was such an excellent player. And it's rare that she focuses on X's and goes, O's and such. You're like, oh, I can see her thought process when she was hitting those balls. I still don't understand how she won all those titles. I can't quite see it yet. She doesn't Chris bring that analysis drunk to auntie. the table. She's a drunk auntie that you don't want to be talking exactly. at all. Exactly. <laughs> Again. And so this is what I mean in the sense that aside from Andy Roddick, and this week, John Wertheim, very few of these, and James Blake, very few of these players, ex-players, have the capacity to bring a thoughtfulness to the table that is required to cover tennis. John used it to play just tennis? doesn't happen. No, I just meant this week. John okay. Wertheim was slightly thoughtful. But generally, they just can't handle providing context for all of the players. And it's really And you know shameful. what? The ones, the ones that can, they don't give them airtime Lindsay Davenport could be great she talks in that way you may not always like what she has to say but she talks in that way just like you know this is look at the point construction they probably should be doing this you you can tell that they set it up here and blah 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 the actual sport yes Sometimes Chandra, Mary Joe Fernandez just, does. Let me you know, give but... you a little bit of Chantra. Let me just so Chantra, Chantra, I get you, honey. You're the only one in the room. I know, I know, I know where you're working. You're the you only need a one better in the room. outlet, girl. You need, you need difficult. to shop around. You need I to get shop it. around. I saw your, I saw your little piece on on Naomi Osaka. Let's just, oof. Um, we get it though. You're the only one there. You need to cash checks. You got family, bills to pay, all those kinds of things. But you didn't do the deep analysis here. Mm, you didn't hold them not. accountable. They should have been held accountable. You know there was a racialized and gendered element here. I didn't think you penetrated that enough. And, and you again, know, I just want to say and, that and I'm sorry. And you, and you know what's the crazy thing that's going to happen to tennis, right? What? Naomi Osaka, like I said, doesn't make these missteps. She put out a statement. And it's staying black and white exactly what she meant. It's you people now with the fallout now that's going to end up looking foolish because you go back to, but that's not what she said though. She was very clear in what she said. So your response yeah. shouldn't have Had been. Had I known, like how many times did you see after she withdrew people, supposedly who cover the sport, say, had I known it was a mental health issue, I would have not reacted initially. She said it. She said it. She said it from the get-go. You didn't listen. You just were being greedy. And you're mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. How dare this, how dare this little millionaire tell me what to do? Listen yeah. to me, y'all so broke. Listen to me. Go complain to the establishment. Now I'm anyone who's supposed to be signing your checks. Okay? Go speak to the paymasters. It's not Naomi Osaka. If y'all want to pass the if y'all want to pass the contract. Go talk to somebody about that. Stop making these players pay for this kind of shit. Hold them accountable for this thing. Well, I think 
hold them accountable for the shit they're supposed to be held accountable for. Not this nonsense, okay? I think that they've made a huge mistake. What is the mistake, and what do you think they should um, do about it, Janina? As we were so I, I think that the whole coming down on her so hard from all the majors in, in threatening to disqualify her is going... Well, first of all, it already did backfire because she pulled out. So... That's not that was not their aim. Believe that, right? They wanted her to bow down at press conference and she said, Fuck you, I'm out. So but I think that I, I think they picked the wrong bitch. This they isn't gonna go that. away. They always this isn't them. gonna go away. Um, this should have been handled with compassion. They should have said, you know what? You laugh, but it's true. They should have said, you know what, Naomi, I hear you. You don't want to do the press conferences? Okay, fine. We have to fine you. Meanwhile, as you said, let's have a conversation afterward about how to make this better. That really should yeah. have been the response. And yep. everybody could have moved on. Yeah. That's you what know, they should have done. I don't think that I don't think that they should have said, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. You're exempt from the pressers and we're not going to no, find you. Yeah. I don't think that should have ever happened, but I think they should have just said, listen, take your moment. You've you've put us on notice. We are going to fine you, and we're going to address this at the end. I think that's what should have happened. Yep. Yeah, it was real weird that they didn't do that. Whew, what a mess. So, all right, enjoy Mexico. I will enjoy Mexico. <laughs> yes, do you want to wrap so thank up Reels? So. I know Reels always has an extra long wrap-up, so tell us what you want to say. <laughs> you so lucky you can't see my face, because I was raining so on top of you. Anyway, she's gonna go 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 have some some muy caliente. I'm gonna have some fabulous din Mexican dinner. meal, and you all are gonna do wonderful things. Yes. And so as always, we didn't, as you know, we didn't have a draw show because I mean, why? Why should we do any deep analysis for this shit when French Open don't read shit? So <laughs> we're not doing the work for French Open, right? That should have been the focus. When Naomi said, "I'm not doing the press conferences," talk about the tennis people, but they decided they're not gonna do that. So, is there anything we really care about the French Open right about this time, other than Naomi Nahi and Roger Federer? Cut it I know out. Serena stands scared about Serena, but you know, Serena looks good girl, today. You know. But that's okay. all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know. All right. Anyway, folks, we'll have, we'll, I hope you enjoy we'll this to give podcast. You actual... Of course, it's going to lead to wonderful discussions in the tweets and in the, all over the place, case and B. And for those who are going to come. I know white people are going to come in and be like, it's not about race. It's not about gender. It's never about race. I don't know what kind of world they live in, but I would like to live there with you. Me, Me too. too. And also, the other the secret of it, you don't get a say. You just don't. You have you to let us tell it. you when it's about race. And yeah, I know exactly. that sounds really weird because it's hard to let other people tell you something. But this situation, we think it, it would have been racialized and gendered. We just think so. Because Actually, guess what? I'm going to go for that. <laughs> I know so. I, knew, I know you don't know, know this. And you don't yeah. get a say. And yeah. you will be blocked. I'm really sure. sorry that they can't understand it. I mean, I don't even understand be why Because, because they hold that same deal. opinion too, right? Well, you they know, hold that, inevitably... They would hold that same opinion. Negative. But race and gender is not negative. It's just a lived experience for people. It doesn't have to be negative. I, it's probably because in your head it's negative. But it really isn't. And I'm just going to tell it's you... It's probably negative because you share, you share some of those views and you feel sad about it on the inside, but you don't know how to say it. And you're like, oh, shit, that's me. I'm what? just saying, before you, before you say and that And then they shit, go, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Before you come to me and tell me this shit's not about race and gender and all that, 
and you know work work issues. Go to your boss tomorrow and tell him you're not coming into work tomorrow, and he tell you how dare you, and then come. see how that interaction goes. <laughs> I have to say that's my biggest pet peeve. I have never known so many people who are business owners on social media. You know every, what I'm saying? Every time something comes up that is about a worker, everyone is a business it's owner. Always the broke bitches with the most energy. Like, you, I mean, where's your solidarity with fellow workers? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you got beef in this situation when you ain't got none in your fridge. I don't understand this shit. Stop this shit. We need worker solidarity, okay? All right. But anyway, Andrean, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your vacation safe. You know what I mean? Don't get COVID and don't be a colonizer in Mexico, okay? We'll try. You know what? In order for me to return to the United States, I had to take a COVID test. So it came out negative. So for yeah. at least the last couple of days that I could have gotten thing, it, it's not showing up on my <laughs> test. Okay, so Johnson Johnson is doing his job, and you're He's still doing his job us. as best as it can. Okay. I will talk to you all later. I'm looking forward to us doing our mid wrap up show and hoping to get home and catch a bit of tennis. So looking forward. Alrighty. So oh Roger Federer still be around for us to watch it. Listen, to watch him. I'm only here for week one, Federer, and the <laughs> ladies are just gonna take me through. I'm also here for the Coco doubles with Venus. So we oh have much to slow That was what we're looking for. Venus don't fuck up Coco, you know. Don't fuck up Coco <laughs> Venus. <laughs> We gonna talk to her about it later. So, Vina, don't play me. Hey, that's my girl. <laughs> okay? All right. Enjoy yourself, ladies.